This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, March 10th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Water board fees to go up. Animal rights rally for CAFO's bill. Bill addresses fertilizer prices and House passes fiscal 22 spending bill. Water board looks to raise fees again. The state water board has given an early forecast of fee increases for the next fiscal year that based on current state budget projections. While budget spending is expected to change little, staff are hoping to reach a 5% fund reserve for water quality programs. This could translate to a 5% increase in irrigated lands fees and more in other programs. Farm groups push back, arguing a third year of drought is not the time to build a reserve. Ag Council President Emily Rooney noted that the board has dipped into the reserve in the past to prevent drastic fee increases, but she urged only a moderate approach to funding the reserve. Rooney plans to request lawmakers use the general taxpayer fund to double the reserve and offset foundational costs for the programs. Water rights fees could increase 7% as well, due in part to a new data modernization effort. Bob Gore, a policy advocate for the Gualco Group, pointed out that information has a broad public benefit in helping the state respond to drought, and farmers should not bear the cost. But staff responded that farmers covering 50% is better than the typical 70% share covered by fees for such programs. Now keep in mind, staff will have a better estimate on fees for the June meeting after tax revenues have come in. Animal rights activists rally to stop factory farming. Bay Area Animal Rights Group Direct Action Everywhere rallied at the state capitol yesterday to support AB 2764. The measure would ban new facilities for confined animal feeding operations and slaughterhouses. The bill's authors did not attend the rally. The speakers argued these operations have inhumane working conditions, spread disease, emit greenhouse gases, and create local air pollution. Lawmakers seek waiver process for fertilizer duties. Farm production costs continue to soar. Two Kansas lawmakers see a chance to do something about it. Senator Roger Marshall and Representative Tracy Mann are introducing legislation today to create a process to obtain waivers of U.S. duties on imported fertilizer. The duties have effectively stopped U.S. imports of phosphate fertilizer from Morocco and Russia, and the Commerce Department is expected to issue final rulings later this year on duties for urea ammonium nitrate, or UAN, from Russia, Trinidad, and Tobago. Russia has cut off all of its fertilizer exports, but there are still plenty of foreign supplies impacted by U.S. duties. Why it matters? Well, fertilizer costs will be as much as 80% higher this year than last. That according to a study by Texas A&M University's Agricultural Food Policy Center. Fertilizer and other inputs have been up at an all-time high, and the war in Ukraine Promises to drive up the price of products even more, according to National Corn Growers Association President Chris Edgington. After speed bump, House pushes through $1.5 trillion spending bill. 
Congress is on the way to funding the government for fiscal 22 more than five months after the budget year began. The House passed a 2,741-page, $1.5 trillion omnibus bill late last night to fund the government through September. The bill provides USDA an extra $550 million for rural broadband to go with the $2 billion enacted as a part of the bipartisan infrastructure law enacted last fall. Notably, the bill also requires USDA to create a cattle contract library to help producers negotiate sales. House Democratic leaders had to strip out $15 billion in new COVID aid after progressives objected to cuts that were used to pay for it. The House then approved the overall spending bill. By the way, meat processors are not happy with a provision that appears to require USDA to set up the cattle contract library without getting comments first. Congress and the administration say they value transparency in the beef and the cattle market. They should value the same when they create another onerous USDA program with the sole purpose of collecting private business information and making it public, said Sarah Little of the North American Meat Institute. You could read our full report on the topic at agripulse.com. Conservation Group, leave CRP alone. The National Wildlife Federation has come out against proposals to use Conservation Reserve Program to increase crop acreage in response to the Ukraine war. The top Republican of the Senate Ag Committee, John Bozeman of Arkansas, has called for delaying sign-up of the program. And leading economists has also called for opening the CRP to emergency cropping this year. Julie Sibbing, the NWF's Associate Vice President for Land Stewardship, said CRP, quote, works for producers downstream communities and wildlife. Opening these marginal lands to temporary crop production would add little to our grain supply but leave huge costs to taxpayers, climate, water, and wildlife. By the way, the war isn't having a major impact on global grain stocks so far, that according to a USDA report issued yesterday. It's not yet clear how much of their wheat crop can get harvested and exported, and there are fears farmers in Ukraine won't get crops in the ground this spring. Ukraine is a major global source of corn, wheat, and sunflower oil. GOP reps call for delay on WOTUS rulemaking. More than 200 House members urging the Biden administration to halt its efforts to rewrite the definition of waters of the U.S. that the Clean Water Act because the Supreme Court plans to address the issue. In a letter to EPA Administrator Michael Regan and Assistant Secretary of the Army for Several Works, Michael Connor, the 201 lawmakers say a decision from the court in a case involving two Idaho landowners, quote, will have profound impacts on the agency's rulemaking process. The court agreed in January to take up Sackett versus EPA to examine whether the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals was correct to use the significant nexus test set forth by former Justice Anthony Kennedy in ruling for EPA against the landowners in a wetlands enforcement case. Arguments expected to be held this fall. Finally, here's today's He Said It. They are not putting gold bars into Switzerland. 
that Willie Kuna, a Central Coast grower and president of Shandon San Juan Water District on how farm revenue struggled to cover water board fees. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, March 10th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.